Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Welcome to Topically Yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm Deirdre Shuler, your host. And today, as my guest, I have, well, four talented singers with two presently here. And they make up the group Drew Hill. And I'll be speaking with uh, Tamar Nokio Ruffin uh, and also um, Tayo, Antoine Tayo Simpson. And perhaps uh, Cisco will join me later. 
But some of you may know that Drew Hill originated as a gospel group called 14K Harmony in Baltimore, Maryland. They later became an R&B group where they were spotted and signed by Island Records. And later producer Hiram Hicks changed their name to Drew Hill. Well, and the rest is musical history. Uh, Drew Hill are hit makers. Their first album, Drew Hill, went platinum, and had and they had number one hits such as In My Bed, Never Make a Promise, and Whatever You Need. Well, Drew Hill will be appearing at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx on Saturday, May 26th at 8 p.m., and they will be sharing the stage with artists such as John B. and Kenny Lattimore. So be sure to get your tickets. Anyway, I have them here, and I'd like to welcome to the show. How are you, uh, Kyle and Nicole? Nokio. Hey, it's Teo, and how are you, Deidre? I'm sorry, Teo. It's cool. People mess it up all the time. You know, I'm new, so it's, it's all good. Yeah, because I was thinking of New Mexico, like Kyle's house. <laughs> nah, no New Mexico. Okay. Well, yeah. no New Mexico, because you guys are from, are all of you from Baltimore, Maryland? We're all from Maryland. Um, I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. And, you know, Berlin is all the same thing for real. Washington, Baltimore, D.C., you know, same neck of the woods. True, true enough. Is, and that's where you guys got started, right? You started off in in as a as a gospel group, correct? Nope. No. No, I'm saying my Nokia. research is wrong. No, Nokia can answer that. Is what I was saying. I was calling on him. I don't know if he's still on. Is Nokia with us? Well, I guess not. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> so yeah. So. The group originated out of Baltimore. That was the question, right? Right, right. Yep. So you have yeah, the right I think Cisco just joined us too. Are you here, Cisco? Oh, Hello? Is everybody's mic on? I mean, I don't know. Hold on. Could, did, did Cisco just join us? Someone else just joined us. Yeah, he's oh, you said he's been on you gotta hold. Take, you got you to take the Nokia off mute. Deirdre? Oh, is he, uh, is he on mute? Yeah, okay. you muted him. I put somebody yeah. on mute. I put the wrong person on mute. Nah, you put me on mute. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you put okay, me on sorry, mute. Sorry about that. <laughs> And also, Cisco Cisco said he's been listening to the show. He hadn't been able to get on. Hello? Oh, he hasn't Can been able to get Yeah. Tell Cisco to try to call in again because I see. Um, uh, I'm here on the phone. I I, I, I had to um had to listen to my song and all of that, the intro and <laughs> all of that. I've, I've been here like a ghost. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm glad you finally uh, – Reappeared. Hello, how you doing? I'm I'm, I'm quite well, thank you. So I, I I know you guys are presently on tour. How, how do you guys tour by bus or plane or you're are you doing a lengthy uh, tour? Or how how's that going? 
mean, you know, however we get there. I mean, plane, bus, planes, train, you know, automobiles. It depends. If you know, if it's close enough to drive, you know, we'll we'll get a bus or something, or you know. But if not, then we'll give on. Get, you know, we'll drive ourselves, or we'll catch a plane. Well, I know you're flying in one occasion, but I see on May 6th you're going to be in California. Hello? I know on May 6th you'll be on Cal- in California, and then on the 7th you'll be in Virginia. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we always love Cali at Virginia, you know. Well, that's closer to home. Oh, yeah. Well, Cali is most of our second homes anyway, you know. <clears throat> and Virginia is, like I said, D.C., Baltimore, Maryland, you know. That's that's always home. So it's always a pleasure to go back and come back home and, you know, feel the love for my family and loved ones. Well, when you go on tour, do you take your family on occasions or, or it's just you just do dates and come home? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, I mean, Go ahead, no. I mean, with having like school, school age children and stuff, that's kind of right. hard. Like they, you know, like they come out, you know, to shows when we close. I mean, I'm sure they would love to come on the road, but you know, right now, education is um, education is definitely number one. Before we got out here, so they got to be the I hear a lot of noise in the background. (laughs) 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 Can you refrain from washing dishes? (laughs) 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 At least you were finished. I I know. Let me me correct you. We're going to be in Jacksonville, Florida, not not, um, Virginia. Just correction. You can find all the dates on on DrewHillOnline.com or download the Drew Hill app to find out all of our touring dates. Yeah, I went on your uh, uh, official website and, and looked at some of the dates because I know you'll be doing Connecticut before you, you end, get into the Bronx to do uh, Lehman Center for the Performing Arts. But I want to ask well, we- you guys, you, you harmonize so well. I mean, uh, do, you, do you have a musical training like a musical school background, or are you just natural talent? Um, it's Nokia. I mean, everybody like a lot of it is uh, church. You know, starting out like like me and Jazz went to um went to a performing arts school. Um, you know, Cisco is the same as well as being an artist and everything. So, you know, we we touched. We touched on that. We had like a couple of vocal coaches over the years, but I mean, I think the important thing for us is kind of like once we all found music and then found each other, you know, it really just we're almost like doing thing like, you know, you hear somebody do a riff or you hear somebody sing something, it's like, oh man, hold up, I gotta go. Let me go over here and like find out, figure out what I could do, you know, and take it up a notch and, you know, bring that inspiration to you. Exactly. Uh, uh, by the way, I want to mention to the the listeners that uh, Drew Hill will be appearing at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx. And if you want to get tickets, I suggest you call the Lehman Center box office at seven one eight 
860-8833 or go online at www.lehmancenter.org because we want to support the guys. They got to be there. Like, we love it. For real, New York has always been one of our number one markets. Every time we go touch down in New York, it's always love. It's always fun. So we are definitely looking forward to being there and setting the stage on fire. Now, literally. Well, we certainly appreciate having you here. Because uh, you guys, do you consider yourself primarily uh, romantic singers? I mean... I think that I think that when you when when most people think about Drew Hill, you think about the um, the ballads and the love songs and you know everything. But you know you got you know you throw How Deep Is Your Love in there and Your Everything remix and In My Bed remix and you know we get you in the club a little bit. But definitely, I think that like the first thing that people think about Drew Hill is like. You know how they fell in love, how many kids they done made, you know all that kind of stuff. Well, where do you get your inspiration? Some do you do you also write some of your music? Well, yeah, I mean we've um yeah I mean I guess like I kind of been the in-house writer and producer. I guess that's what people looked at me for. But we've all you know written at different times and um, produced at different times. So. You know, like we all have a, a collectively, we have a lot of different um, inspirations. Some that we share. You know, like I said, it's like a well-oiled machine. So, for all the years that we, you know, spent around each other, like I said, a lot of the inspiration just comes from within. You know, somebody bringing something to the table and enhancing what's already going on. So it's like, all right, I don't want to be left out. So I got to bring something to the table too. Well, I I want to play if you don't mind one of the songs. Um, How deep is your love? Yeah, play on. Yeah, I want the audience to hear so they know what they're gonna get be getting when they get there. That was actually written by me and um me and Cisco and uh, a boy Dutch and um, Warren Campbell. Well, here we go. How deep is your love? <laughs> uh, That's the wrong one. Yeah. 
weekend. I'm, I've been on the call since 1 p.m. on mute. Well, that's great music, guys. I love your music, I must say. Now, you oh, guys you. have been together 20 years, though. 20 years <clears throat> is a long time. And I know that in between those 20 years, you've taken a hiatus from each other and done things uh, individually and been successful as individuals as well as the group. Tell me about that. I, I know that uh, Cisco did a pop album and, and uh, Jazz, you did an R&B album and Nokio, you did a, a, a hip-hop album. Well. Among other things. Well I, well, I never got to do the hip-hop album, but I do have rock bands. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Black Angel Down that, you know, we get out here and we, you know, set the stage on fire, too. And definitely, not li- now, we might literally set the stage on fire and get put out the building. You can't do that with Drew Hill, though. No, I don't think they'd like that very much. <laughs> 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 Well, when you guys were uh, doing your 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 individual uh, um, music, many of you are you you won awards as well. Many awards, it seems. You won awards as a group and as individuals, correct? Uh, yes, like we won, um, like for the individual work, and then also. Um, Writing, you know, writing awards, you know, like me and Cisco had the honor of both writing songs that became Song of the Year through um, our writing society and everything. So, you know, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's been a blessing. It's kind of like when we first started, um, the first person that we ever met was um, a guy by the name of John McLean uh, in the Scope Records who went on to become Michael Jackson's manager, and, you know. Real big guy in the business, and one of the first things that he said to us is like, "All right, well, basically, you do understand that like if all you do is sing, you're not really going to be in this business that long." But we had already, you know, even before we got to deal with Island that caused us to give the world tell me and all the other records, you know, we were groomed to pretty much be self-sufficient. So. You know, it's been nothing but a blessing to be able to, you know, share all the talents that God is blessed with. Well, I agree with that. I mean, these days, the uh, artist has to know the business of music because otherwise you get cheated or, or robbed, as many, many musicians have in the past. So you, you do right, have you to know how the business of music in all kinds of uh, ways, not just well, financially, you get cheated, you get robbed, and even more than that, you just make bad music. Yeah, all of that, unfortunately. <laughs> and, you know, we were we were lucky that we came in right at a time where, you know, artist development was really still prevalent, and labels invested money into the artists. It's like now you just gotta have a hot song and enough people here. Where a label just feels like, all right, cool, I'm just going to add some money on to whatever you're doing. I ain't really got to do no work. Everybody wins. But it might not be the best thing in the world or the best product. But, you know, as long as it's selling, it's like, all right, well, don't nobody want to be talented no more, so we might as well just sell. We got to sell something. 
Well, I, I understood that some people think that because you have a hit that you're famous already, but in some cases you owe so many people that you don't even make the money from the first hit. It, do you find that is true? Well, I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, it's even worse these days because it's like a lot of these people, it's like as long as you've got something playing on YouTube and you can get in the clubs for free, I mean, that's enough. You know, that's like I'd have made it for real. I mean, you know, we learn like the word business is bigger than the word music. So you got to be on top of that across the board and always be a student. You got to always, it's like you constantly learn. It's like the business change, the business models change, everything. You just got to constantly be a student of what's going on and then take those different things and implement them where you see fit or where they fit into, you know, what you're doing. Well, then that means you have to constantly reinvent yourself. Is that pressure that every time, like, because you guys had so many hits, every time you start to do something new, you you have to try and top what you did last, or or do you bother well, with that? Well, I mean, the, it, it's a it's a it's a strange place to be in because with us, it's like we've taken so many breaks in between that a lot of times it's like the the major reinvention usually comes through like being there every step of the way, like almost like seeing your kids like grow up to whatever. So it's like when you had those gaps, a lot of times you have people who are just sitting there looking and it's like, all right, cool. Like I remember the last thing you did. And like before I get to the next thing, it's like I want to see that. So it's like you got, I guess, you know, that's kind of like the mentality of the artists these days is that, you just dropping music on top of music on top of music on top of music, and people are always seeing you a lot more than, you know, all of us used to do back, you know, in the 90s. So it's a lot easier to move into whatever is going on as opposed to it being a thing where it's almost like you're starting all over again because you got a section of people who may have just heard you the first time that's loving what you're doing, but then you got this section of people that's like, all right, well, you made me wait so long, so can you just give me some of, you know, whatever? It's like you end up kind of like feeling like Jay-Z is like, you want my old stuff, like buy my old album. But then you put yourself in a place of like, you got to give them that, that thing that, you know, makes them come back, and then you take them along to wherever it is that uh that you want them to go with you. Well, I was wondering, when a group first starts out, they're very ambitious. The idea is to become famous, and then you do, and then you win awards, and you get kudos for your fame. But then you've been together for 20 years. After a while, do you feel that uh, there's a price to pay for fame? There's always a price to pay, but it's really just how how you look at it and how you got it. And, you know, like I said, kind of implement it all into your life. I mean, you know, time away from your family, you know, I mean, especially like for us, we pretty much grew up in the business. So, you know, like a lot of times, you know, that kind of like shapes and um, informs your life in a certain way that may not be the same as everybody around you. 
So, I mean, it's times when it can be really lonely. I mean, it's times when people can't really understand where you're coming from because, you know, you don't live the same type of life or the same type of things don't happen. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, to kind of get through all that, you just got to, you just got really, really love what you do, and that's the energy that helps you push through, you know, some of the pitfalls and things that come from, you know, being famous. I mean, it's like, it's like nothing, nothing in this world is free. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta give, get. It's just you hope that in the end, you don't give everything and have nothing left for yourself. Exactly. Now, along the way, you've had other members, right, that, that have come and gone. Mhm. Yeah, we. I mean, st- I mean, since we've um, been Drew Hill, not including all the people that was in the group before we became Drew Hill. You know, we had we had a couple we had a couple changes. Well, Drew Hill actually comes from a section where you grew up, a section of the city. Where you grew up? Yeah, like Drew, like um, Drew Hill. You know, going back to what you were saying at the beginning, when the record company ain't know what the name. They wanted to name us the Together Brothers and all kinds of stuff. So it was like one day, we were like sitting on the phone, and you know, I was like, they asked you like, what's the name of that park? And it was like Drew Drew Hill Park. But like, if we're gonna be from Baltimore. You know, like we are, and represent that. Like nobody from Baltimore calls it Drew Hill Park. It's you going to Drew Hill Park, and that was uh-huh. you know Drew Drew Hill Park is um neighborhood where um I grew up and Jazz's family grew up, and we used to rehearse, you know, in that area. So it was just a thing, really, where like a lot of people don't get to make it out of our city. And we just wanted to make sure that for the rest of our lives, for the rest. The time that we blessed to be able to do what we do, no matter where we go, we always show that we never forget where we come from. Well, that makes sense, and you guys have really been blessed because you're very, very talented. And um, I want to ask you: you started off as a gospel group, right? Were you singing in the churches, or or why gospel? Well, I mean, I guess you know it's where everybody came from. And it was kind of just like the, um, it was just a progression. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I couldn't even say that it was something that we consciously did. I think it was just a part of who everybody is. And, you know, we just gravitated into, you know, even in doing the gospel that we were doing then, I guess, you know, it was like, the beginning of what it's become now for people because it wasn't like preachy, preachy, whatever. It's like the stuff that we were writing, you know, it was inspirational and, you know, it was, you know, of God. And it, but it like also interjected a lot of just like everyday life. So, you know, it's like I can't really – I can only remember one time where we even, I think, really sat down and talked about the effect of, like, being a gospel group versus being an R&B group. It was like, you know, we would go and do um, shows 
in churches, and then, you know, we would go and do um, talent shows. And, you know, some of the songs just flipped over into both sides. But, yeah, I mean, the, um, you know, it's like when you grow up in church, I mean, I think I'm the only person that, like, grew up in church where, like, I sang, like, I sang on the choir with, like, all the old people. I, like, went to Methodist church. So we weren't, like, really, like, in there singing no gospel music. We had the big organ. And it was, you know, what you do when I think, like, the, the oldest person on the choir had to me was, like, 40, and I was, like, 11 or something like that. But, yeah. You know, I was the, I was the like, only I was the only kid on my choir, too. <laughs> You used to pull that chair up and be back there with with the tenor. Right. (laughs) Well, I want to ask you, though, you guys are about to uh, do a new album. Is that correct? Well, yeah, we got got a lot of good things coming on the 20th. I mean, um, we have a song called um, Change that um, we started performing. We're going to release it. That was born out of... um, everything that was going on across the country, but especially, you know, once they hit Baltimore with the, uh, with the whole Freddie Gray um, incident and style and everything, it was just, you know, one of those things where, once again, being from a place like Baltimore, you know, trying to give voice to the things that are going on and the people who might not have a chance to use their voice. But along with that, um, we got, like, a whole lot of surprises for, you know, our 20th anniversary and beyond. Because it's like we kind of got, like, a couple years for real. Because we got, like, you know, this year being 20 years since, um, since you know, we initially came out. And then a couple years from now, you got 20 years since, you know, we made, like, one of our biggest albums. So, you know, we're going to have, like, a two-, three-year party for real. Wow. That sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It's when is it going to be released, or it's not even, it's still in the making? No, no, the, well, the, the album isn't done. The song is done. we just been, you know, getting out there and singing it and making people, you know, familiar with it, you know, doing the stuff that you, that you do when you make music. What's the name of it? It's called Change. Change. Yeah, we'll be singing, we'll be singing a little bit of it when we, um, when we get there, you know, so you get there. Oh, okay, you know, great. Get well, also I want to mention that you're going to be on the stage with Kenny Lattimore and, and John B. So that should be a fantastic evening. Okay, no, we definitely, um, like, we've done, like, a lot of, yeah, I know John B. for years, and we've done, like, a lot of shows with him, like, super cool. And um, so is Kenny Lattimore. So, you know, I mean, it's like anywhere that I think any of us who come from the of you know, any time that, you know, we can get in the house together and bring love to people, it's a great night. Because you know it's real. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hot. It's going to be rocking. <laughs> I'm going to be there. Because I'm not going to miss that. Pardon me? No. I'm sorry. There's so much noise in the background. I can't hear you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. Couldn't, we couldn't hear you because there was so much noise in the background. What were you saying? Oh, I was just quiet in here. Um, no, I was saying um, the stage is like you know it's going. As you said it's going to be hot, and I was like, yeah, the stage is going to be on fire. Like literally, like you might want to wear some flame retardant clothes 
Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it because I, I certainly will be someone in the audience. And oh, oh, one more thing I want to ask you guys. Are, are, is it true that you're going to be inducted into the Music Hall of Fame or at least considered to be? I mean, we, I mean, we would hope so. I mean, I think that, like, we were, like, talking, I think, like, 2021 or so, something like that is, like, I think it's 25, yeah, so 2021 is, like, I think the first time that we can be nominated to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, so, okay. Know, now, 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 unless there's something happening that don't none of us know about, you know, that's definitely you know, uh, something that, you know, we are shooting for and, you know, hoping that the people who are in charge of that will, you know, let us be a part of the great people who have already been inducted. Well, I don't see why they wouldn't. I'll be rooting for you, you and I'm sure others too. Well, we're we're at the end of our time, guys, and it's really been a pleasure talking to each one of you. I thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having us. And I just want to encourage people one more time to go get your tickets at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts or call the box office at 718-960-8833 or you can go online at www.lehmancenter.org. It sounds like it's going to be a fabulous show, so make sure you get there. And, and one more thing before we go. Again. Okay. One more thing before we go. Get the Drew Hill app, App Store, or Google Play, and you also check out our website, DrewHillOnline.com, for everything Drew Hill. We love you, and thank you very much. And that's where they can buy buy your, your new new uh, album and all your albums uh, from your site or or you just mentioned other places they can get Amazon well, we had the, and so forth? Well, we had the, the, the app. You can get through the App Store and um, through Amazon, Google Play, and that will lead you pretty much to everything that's going on from music to shows. You know, you can interact with each other, fans, upload pictures and all kinds of stuff. And then like I said, we also have DrewHillOnline.com, which is, you know, our full website where you can also find our everything in the world that has to do with Drew Hill, except for our social security numbers and address. And you're on Facebook as well, I assume. Yes. Okay. Well, we are, like, you can... like on, on Facebook, it's Drew Hill Official. On Instagram, it's Drew Hill For Real with the number four for four. And it's the same thing on Twitter. But like I said, if you go to the site or you go to the app, you can make your way to all of that. Okay. Make sure you do that, people. So uh, thank you again, Drew Hill. And I want to thank my audience for making my topic topically yours. And we're going to end the show with Drew Hill and, well, they're beautiful guys, beautiful music. So we're going to end the show with beauty. This ain't it. I didn't notice you there Then I didn't notice me So we'll remain pacified Until the next time we
Talking to Drew Hill, and this is the Blake Radio Network Rainbow Soul. 